NPR. Hey everyone, it's Darian Woods. This is The Indicator from Planet Money. In China, the government has been trying really hard to get the economy back on track after three years of harsh COVID restrictions. A big part of its message these days is that China is open for business again. But it might not be so simple. (laughs) Is anything ever really so simple, Darian? Not when you have to ask that question. So today on the show, I'm joined by (laughs) NPR's China correspondent, John Ruwich. Welcome, John. Thanks, Darian. Good to be here. So we're going to talk about something that happened a couple of months ago in China that raises some questions about that notion, whether China is open for business. Yeah. A few weeks ago, a man named Bao Fan went missing in China. Bao Fan is a banker. In fact, he's probably one of China's most famous dealmakers in the technology sector. He runs an investment firm called China Renaissance. China Renaissance got its start in the mid-2000s. It did well over the years, eventually had an IPO, and listed shares in Hong Kong, which is very important. It is important because if you're listed and your boss goes missing, you have to tell investors. Yeah, that is a pretty material change to your business. And China Renaissance has made two announcements so far. The first, in mid-February, said that the company was unable to contact him. In other words, it confirmed that he was missing. And the second, about 10 days later, said he was, quote, cooperating in an investigation being carried out by certain authorities in the People's Republic of China. It's all very murky. It's not known where exactly he is or why he was hauled in. So today on the show, the story of Bao Fan, what might have happened to him and what it says about the business environment in China right now. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. To help understand the story more clearly, we called a guy named Duncan Clark. So Bao Fan and I uh, briefly overlapped when we were at Morgan Stanley in Hong Kong way back in 1994, when Morgan Stanley was sort of gaining momentum in Hong Kong and in China. Duncan's been involved in China tech ever since as an investment banker and then running his own consultancy called BDA. And he knows Bao Fan. They've crossed paths over the years many times. He says the Shanghai-born Bao Fan made a name for himself, being ambitious and charismatic, and by being in the right place at the right time. In the early 2000s, post-dot-com crash, of course, tech was very small and on a back foot, even in the U.S., and the big deals back in 2000, particularly after China joined the WTO in around sort of 2001, it was all about these big state companies. That's what big investment banks were focused on at the time, getting paid to do huge deals for companies like state-owned airlines and insurers. Tech companies were considered too small. And these tech companies, which were you know entrepreneurial-led, founded by locals, some of which had studied overseas and come back, they were sort of the, the other 
But Baofan knew tech, and he saw an opportunity to serve a sector that the big banks were pretty much ignoring, a sector that he suspected, rightly, would grow a lot. So he launched Renaissance to help these tech companies make deals, get financing, and list shares. Companies in this sector that were being ignored, like Tencent, which back in the day was just a small online messaging platform, and Alibaba and Baidu, which, Darian, you've probably heard of, you know, yeah. some of the biggest names in China tech today. Right, like the equivalent of a giant Amazon and Google. And as China's tech sector exploded, Bao Fan, with his signature shaved head and glasses, became something of an industry icon. And his company, China Renaissance, grew. It went from doing boutique advisory work to raising and investing its own capital. Inevitably, as Renaissance grew, you know, it started to get more involved with the state. It started helping companies list shares on China's state-owned domestic stock exchanges, which meant more interaction with the government. And Duncan says Baofan's detention may have had something to do with that. He says things just get a lot more complicated when you're dealing with the Chinese state and doing business with them. In the private sector, if a private equity firm or a venture capitalist takes risks and loses money, it's considered par for the course. But with the government's money... You have to be accountable to, you know, the state and ultimately the, the party in China. And, and there's great sensitivity about loss of state assets. Again, we don't know why Baofan was hauled in to, quote, help with an investigation. But Duncan says one possibility may have to do with Renaissance's links to the state. The question is, did it make some major mistakes? So we don't know. Duncan says there's speculation Baofan's detention may be linked to steps he was taking to get money out of China. The country has capital controls. It has strict limits on how and how much money you can take abroad. There's also another potential explanation. There was a guy that he hired to be president of Renaissance in 2020, a guy named Tonglin who had worked for a major state-owned bank called ICBC. Look, anytime you hire a former government official or a state-owned employee into a key role in China, as in the West, I mean, you know, there's always questions about, you know, what was there any quid pro quo? We don't know. Yep, we don't know. All of this is speculation. Uh, but state media in China have reported that Tonglin himself was detained in September last year and placed under investigation. So who knows? Maybe the cases are linked. It's all super murky. And that's actually an important part of this whole story, that lack of information. And so is the political backdrop. Yeah, in recent months, the Chinese Communist Party reanointed Xi Jinping for another five years as leader. He got a new premier and a new government, and they've declared that the economy is the top priority. And then, around the same time, Bao Fan, this pivotal tech sector dealmaker, disappears into the system, as they say. We seem to see the left hand and the right hand not necessarily working together. Yeah, on one hand, there's renewed rhetoric about openness and being pro-business, about the economy. But the security and control-obsessed side of the Communist Party is doing what it does. You know, both are clearly have influence and power, um, but there has seemed to be a lack of coordination between the two. So that every time you, you sense that there is some opening and investor confidences and entrepreneurial confidences coming back, something happens. Something like the disappearance of a celebrity financier like Bao Fan. By kind of removing him from the scene, it's, been a, it's had a very chilling effect on tech companies worrying about uh, whether they should continue to invest and expand. 
and on mergers and acquisitions in China in general. You know, it's a critical time for China now. It's trying to navigate complex geopolitical currents. There's tensions with the U.S., talk of decoupling, economic headwinds. So Baofan going missing just gives businesses another reason to feel nervous. Duncan says it raises the risks. It raises also the cost of capital. Renaissance's shares dropped 30% after Baofan disappeared, and they haven't recovered. And it's not just foreign investors who are concerned. Wealthy Chinese people and Chinese businesses are reportedly trying to move their money offshore to places like Singapore. Baofan may yet end up being released with no charges against him. That kind of thing's happened before. Billionaires under pressure from the government going missing. Jack Ma, for instance, the founder of Alibaba, has disappeared periodically, unnerving investors. And in 2015, Guo Guangchang, the founder of the company Fosun International, who's sometimes called China's Warren Buffett, he was detained for a few days to help with the investigation too. Duggan says he's hoping for the best for Baofan and for China. I just hope that there's still space in the China business environment for people with charisma and, you know, drive. So I hope personally for him and his family that he's, he's released. Because if not, I mean, it's, uh, it's just a, sort of a grayness is kind of becoming more, more uh, dominant color you know, in China. Gray becoming the dominant color. That's probably not what you want if you're thinking about innovation and vibrancy. And in this global economy, the world needs a thriving China for us all to succeed. This episode was produced by senior producer Viet Le with engineering from Ko Takasugi Chernovin. It was fact-checked by Dylan Sloan. Cake and Cannon edits the show and The Indicator is a production of NPR. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Humana. Employees are the heartbeat of your business. That's why Humana offers group dental, vision, life, and disability plans designed to protect them. Exceptional service, broad networks, and modern benefits. That's the power of human care. This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com slash NPR. It's a high-stakes election year, so it's not enough to just follow along. You need to understand what's happening so you are fully informed come November. Every weekday on the NPR Politics Podcast, our political reporters break down important stories and backstories from the campaign trail so you understand why it matters to you. Listen to the NPR Politics Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.